0: Hello, friends. If I sound a little weird and a little fucked up, it's because I am. I'm sick. But the show must go on. So this week's episode is going to be about caring what other people think of you. So everyone says that you're not supposed to, but I disagree. I think you should care what people think of you. And I'm not being a smartass, I promise. Like, I'm about to get into this. But it just seems like every time we turn around, it's like everyone's trying to figure out how to not give a fuck. How to stop caring. But I'm here to deconstruct why you actually should care and also why you actually cannot stop caring. Like you're not able to not care what people think of you. It goes against everything you are as a human being. Sorry, sorry to burst your little bubble, but you will never not care what people think of you. And that's normal. It's fine. But I'm going to teach you some things also in this episode of how to make that work in your favor. Okay, first things first. So when I said you can't not care what people think. It's the truth. And I'm about to deconstruct that real quick. So human beings are relationally dependent, like our species, we need each other to survive. Like you need closeness with others to survive. And your body is hardwired that way. Because try and fight me, bitch, try and fight me on it. Look at a baby. If you have a newborn baby, and you put it in the middle of a living room floor, and you just leave it there, what's gonna happen to it? It's going to fucking die because it can't take care of itself. You have to rely on other people to take care of you. You have to rely on other people for your survival. So your body doesn't forget this. Like when you were a baby, your nervous system was hardwired to need other people. Because if you don't have other people, it means you die. Your body doesn't forget that. You cannot unwire that. We are relationally dependent as fuck. So your body's kind of working against you when it comes to not caring how people think. Because... When you're growing up, if you don't behave correctly, or if you do something wrong to make your parent not like you, that means they can withhold things you need. So you're pretty much trained to act good and right and be a good little boy or be a good little girl so that you don't fucking die. That's the message your body gets. So that alone explains why you care so much what people think of you. You shouldn't beat yourself up for it. You shouldn't get mad at yourself because you do care what people think. Have some compassion, like loosen the fucking reins a little bit, loosen the leash on yourself and quit getting mad at yourself that you care because it's totally normal. And what's funny is everything is different. So what one parent would see as an acceptable behavior, another parent wouldn't. If you look at different cultures, it's obvious. Like certain kids are allowed to do certain things in one home, but if they were in another home, that shit would not fly. So everybody's definition of what is good and right is just based off what got them approval as a child and throughout their life and, like, their upbringing. So no one really knows what's right and actually wrong. Everyone's idea of it is skewed and different. So there is no one-size-fits-all for this is an okay thing and this is a not okay thing. And that goes for things you can control, like your behavior and your personality and things you can't control, like your physical appearance and your body and attributes. It goes both ways for either of them. So one person could judge it good and one person can judge it bad and neither are wrong. It's just subjective to whoever is judging the situation. But yeah, your body is hardwired to care what people think because your ego is trying to keep you alive and it does that by staying close to people. So if you have a certain behavior or a certain thing about you that people have always told you is bad or wrong, you're going to cut off from that. You're going to stop doing it. You're going to stop acting that certain way. And if it's something that you can't control or can't change, you're just going to try and hide it. But you never knew something was wrong about you or bad about you until someone told you it was. Because when you come in this fucking earth as a baby, you don't know jack shit. You are taught what is acceptable and unacceptable. And like I said, everybody's version of what's acceptable versus unacceptable is due to their own Shit. You know what I mean? Like, their own upbringing. So, no one really knows what's going on. (laughs) And I find comfort in that. Like, no one really knows what the fuck is going on. And nothing about you is actually bad or wrong. Basically, your body works against you. Because when someone rejects you, your fight or flight mode will trigger. Like, your body will have a full-fledged fucking reaction like it's a threat. So, when you wear a risky outfit or you wear something that could potentially leads you to being rejected you're going to be anxious you're going to be nervous that's normal you're not going to fucking get away from that like it's just your body's response to fear so since you can't control that you do care what people think about you what you can do is use it to your advantage and use it as a compass and kind of like a guide to the people that you're meant to be around and also as a way to help you stay away from the people you're not meant to be around like if someone doesn't like me i want to know You know what I mean? I care that they don't like me because how I respond and what I choose to do, that's a good piece of information to have. So if I want to go be friends with someone and I know that they don't like gay people, everyone's allowed to have a preference. Watch your fucking mouth, okay? You're going to be polite and respectful, but you're allowed to have a preference. If you don't like gay people, that's fine. But I'm going to know that and I'm going to care that they don't like gay people, so I'm going to sit the fuck away from them. Or... I'm gonna know if we do have any sort of interaction, it's gonna be superficial, and I should know not to try and go deeper with it, because they're not a person that's, like, a valid connection for me. You need to care about people's preferences, because if my goal is to make a friend, that's not the fucking friend I should go try to make. I need to go find people that are okay with gay people, but if I just ignored that, and I tried to be friends with this person, it's not gonna go well. It's gonna bite me in the ass, and... If I don't take into consideration people's preferences, I'm gonna set myself up to get my feelings hurt. So you need to be preventative. You need to read the room. You need situational awareness. That is basically the big phrase for read the room. But even a situation like that, if I try to tell myself, oh, I don't give a fuck, he doesn't like gay people, fuck him, for what? Like, why am I gonna go get pissed off and get mad that you don't like what I am? Who gives a shit? You're allowed to have a preference. The other great thing about looking at what people think and how they think will kind of reveal a lot of shit about them. Because you can see the way that they think about others, the way they think about topics, the way they think about certain situations, and that will reveal who they are as a person. And then you can judge that. Is this a person I want to be around? Do they have an open mindset? Are they accepting? Are they loving? Are they empathetic? Or are they the opposite? Because if they're the opposite, run for the hills, bitch. Use this inability to stop caring what people think. Flip it and use it to make your life better. So if you can't stop caring what people think, use it to your advantage. Use the way that people think as an interview if they should be your friend or not. Or a partner if you're going to get into a relationship. You need to care what people think and how they think. Because it lets you in on how their brain works and the kind of person they are. So when it comes to freaking out over if people like you or not, it comes to really not trusting your own judgment. So when someone criticizes you for something or doesn't like you, you make it mean that they're right. Let's say I want to revamp my style and I want to try dressing in a new way. So I have a new little outfit on. I like the way that I feel in it. When I look in the mirror at myself, I like it. I think the outfit is cute. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So when you're wearing something new, you're already going to be a little like insecure in it. It's your first time in it. You're not that comfortable. So when you're on the way to go somewhere, you're already going to be a little anxious. That's normal. And then when you get there, if you're in your new little like get up, you're going to be a little worried about how people respond to it. You're going to be sensitive to criticism more than usual when you're uncomfortable and trying something new. So if you're out, and your friend tells you, like, what the fuck are you wearing? Or if they say that they don't like it, or they criticize what you're wearing in any way. No shit, it's going to hurt your feelings. No shit. How I used to be was I would trust other people's judgments more than my own. So if my friend said my new outfit looked like shit, or it looked weird, I would immediately get insecure and be like, fuck, oh my god, I want to go change. I want to go take it off, and I wish I didn't fucking do this. Because right there in that moment, when my friend said that the outfit looked bad, I believed it. I threw away my opinion of what I thought about the outfit. Because when I was at home and I looked in the mirror, I liked the outfit. I thought I looked fucking good. So when my friend just said it looked like shit, I immediately replaced my opinion with theirs. And I made it the truth. And that is why I want to go fucking change so bad. I used to not be able to hold space for other people's opinions. I would take them on and like make them more important than my own. So if someone else said my outfit looked like shit, I believed it. And something that really helped me stop doing that is to remind myself that I have fucking eyeballs. So with this example, go in the mirror. If you like your outfit and you can see physically that it looks good and you like it, then it looks good. I don't know what used to not click in my brain, but I did not trust my judgment of myself over others. So if you remind yourself, no, I looked at myself in the mirror before I left. I liked my outfit. I think it looks cute. You can stand there in front of your friend and not give a fuck what they think of your outfit because you know it looks good. You're allowed to have different tastes and different preferences. I hope your friend is not telling you, yo, you look like fucking shit. I hope they're nicer than that. But when you do face criticism for something that you like, don't just immediately throw away your opinion of it. Stop yourself and remind yourself, no, this looks cute. I like it. You're allowed to like it even if other people don't. And honestly, the most ill-dressed motherfuckers are the ones that want to come to you about the way that you're dressed. And I think that shit is funny. But you don't have to let that make you feel less confident. You, like, just remind yourself Their opinion of what is right and wrong and what looks good and what doesn't is theirs. That's from their upbringing, from their experiences and their life. We don't have the same definition of what is cool and what is not cool. They're not gonna like what I like. You're allowed to be different. But remember that you have fucking eyes. You know what looks good and you know what doesn't. Don't compare to what you see and what everybody else is doing. Look at yourself by yourself in the fucking mirror. Does it look good or does it not? Okay, if you agree it looks good, then keep that. All night when you're in your new outfit or you're in whatever you're wearing, remind yourself, I look fucking good. Anytime that insecure voice in the back of your head comes up or the fear of what are people thinking, no, I look good. It might not be what they're used to, but I look good. And the same thing goes with personality. Just because one person doesn't like something doesn't mean everybody else will hate it. Because my personality is very in your fucking face and very like outspoken. And I swear a lot. I swear a whole bunch because I like to be casual and comfortable. And other people don't like that. They don't like people with personalities like mine. Does that mean my personality is bad? No, it's just not for them. Some people were raised in a home where swearing was bad, where being relaxed and expressing how you truly feel and what you're thinking was bad. So they're going to look at me like I'm bad because I don't behave the way that they do. I'm not a fucking prude in the club, standing there with my drink, not moving. Bitch, I'm shaking ass. I'm having fun. I'm swearing. I'm taking shots. I'm having a great time. Even if I am by myself, having fun by myself, I still don't give a fuck, because I know that there's people out there that appreciate me, you know, just because they don't, I know there are other people that do, like, my TikTok is a reminder for me, like, I used to be so fucking insecure, so, like, cripplingly insecure, and, like, to know that people like me, and for you guys that listen to my podcast, you have no clue how much it fucking means to me, because my personality has always been received weird and some people like it and some people fucking hate it there's no in between you love me or you hate me or you're intimidated <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that <laughs> but yeah i'm the prime example like there are some people that fucking hate my guts just because i'm everything that they were taught was wrong they can ha- like i said they can shut the fuck up and have their opinion but they can have their opinion you know like they're not going to voice it to me and expect me to be nice, but they're allowed to not like me. So the thing that will really wreck you and what wrecked me for a long fucking time was trying to control people's perception of me and the way that people looked at me or thought of me. Because you can't. You cannot control the way that people see you. You can do things to influence it, like the way you dress, the way you act, the way you walk, the shit that you do. You can do a bunch of things to influence it, but you can never fully control the way that people perceive you if someone just doesn't like you sometimes there's nothing you can do to make them like you people don't realize when you try to control how people see you you're gonna lose yourself you're gonna completely fucking you lose yourself because instead of being who you are and standing in that you're gonna be running around going fucking insane no i have to say this no i can't say this no i have to do this i have to do that oh my god no i can't do that because they're gonna think this of me all you're going to do is run yourself fucking stupid. And I did it for so long. Like I had to run myself to a point of exhaustion and complete frustration where anything I ever did never worked to get people to like me or to look at me a certain way. So now I'm at a point where I got so frustrated. I was like, fuck it. Like, fuck it. Fuck you in your face. I'm done. Like I'm done with the effort of trying to get people to see me a certain way. If you don't see it, you don't see it. Your loss. If you don't like me, okay, have fun. I tried to fit so many different molds, it never worked. You can just tell when someone's trying to fit a certain mold, you know, like when they're trying to be a certain thing, like these people that dress like these TikTok people, I don't even know what to call them, like the little TikTok kids with the pearl necklaces and the fucking Jordan ones and the shorts and like the baggy cargo pants and the fucking oversized t shirt, the bass pro shop hat. I don't know why everyone's wearing those fucking hats. But you know that typical style that everybody tries to do? That's for people with no identity. The people that follow the trends really heavily are the ones that are kind of trying to fit the mold or they're lost. And they're just latching on to what is getting people attention. They're latching on to what is like cool and what is getting people approval. You know, if you look at someone like me, I don't dress like other people. I dress like a fuckboy sometimes, but I always have my own elements to my style. And I've tried, I have spent so much money trying to dress like other people. I only wear black. I have since I was in high school. My whole family usually just, we all just do fucking all black. All of our cars, all black. My cat is black. All my clothes, everything I own is fucking black. That's just how we are. And I've tried so many times to wear color it makes me so fucking uncomfortable. And you I just feel like you can tell it's so forced. Like I'm trying to like, fit in and wear color and not look like a scary fucking Albanian. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people can tell. So I've really just like grabbed myself by the nuts and be like, look, we're gonna dress how we want to fucking dress. I'm gonna dress how I feel comfortable. And that's it. I don't care if I look weird to other people. This is what I feel comfortable in. This is what I like. I'm not gonna wear no colored fucking shit because it looks stupid on me. It doesn't fit my personality. I got enough personality, okay? I need all black to like chill me the fuck out because if I'm out in some colors and I behave the way that I do, that's too much. It's too fucking much. And I'm tall, please, get real. Like that's like, it's just not me. I can't do it. And you have no clue how many times people have tried to change that about me and make me wear color and make me do all kinds of shit. Like every once in a while, I'll wear something with some color on it. <laughs> okay. But majority of my shit is always black. But my point with that was like trying to fit a mold. People can tell when you're faking it. People can tell when you're trying to be something that you're not. And when you're trying to like pretend to like something that you don't like, like these TikTokers, the people that dress like this shit and buy everything off Sheen, my fuck we see through y'all. Like, well, I do. The aware ones see through it. (laughs) You're lost. And that's okay. We all have to get to a point where we're fucking lost. Because I had to get there to find myself. You can never find yourself until you lose yourself. So, congrats. You're at the pivotal point where you're going to completely lose yourself and get so fucking frustrated that you come back to yourself. So, I'm happy for you. It's going to suck. And it's going to be very fucking painful. But, big changes are coming for everybody that's in that stage. (laughs) But my thing about dressing in black and trying to wear color, it's not for me. I don't like it. So instead of trying to force myself to like something that I know I don't like, I just allow myself to put my energy into other shit. Because if I'm just sitting here constantly like getting fucked up over what I have to wear and trying too hard to look a certain way and dress a certain way, like that's energy I could be spending doing shit that is more beneficial with my time. I don't care if people don't like my all-black getup and my fucking Timberlands. I don't give a shit. I like it. And I have this I don't give a fuck attitude, I think, because I've spent so much of my life isolated, with no friends, no people around me, nothing to do, that I'm not scared to lose people. I prefer to be by myself. I love my alone time. If I spend too much time around people, I start freaking the fuck out, because I need to get back to, like, myself. I need to go spend time alone, you know? But my ability to just say, fuck it, I'm going to wear what I want to wear and be who I am is not something that you can just go to the store and buy. It's not something that you just have or don't have. It's something that's built. Like I said, I got to a point that I was so frustrated and overwhelmed and like pissed off that I couldn't do anything right, it seemed, that I just threw my hands up and said, fuck it, I'm going to do what's easier for me and that's be myself. And my whole thing about not being scared to lose people, I am. Like, I am so scared of losing people and abandonment, but I've spent so much time alone, like I said, that I have no problem with it. Like, once I get over the sadness of like, oh, I lost you, once I get over that disappointment, I'm fine. I know how to sit by myself and I know how to be by myself and have no one. But that's also something that is built and learned and earned. That is not something that you just have. And it's not fucking easy. That is one of the hardest things you will ever go through if you ever have to go through that. And if you have been through that, I'm sorry because I understand it exactly. But isolation is like fucking torture. Because like I said, we're meant to be around people. We're meant to be connected to people. That's just the discomfort that I have the skill of dealing with now. I don't like to deal with it. I don't want to fucking be alone. I'm so scared to be abandoned. Like, I'll own that shit. If I can get my hands on you, I will beat the fuck out of you if you abandon me. But I'm terrified of that shit. Everybody is. And being alone, it's not that it's comfortable and it's easy, but I can deal with it. That's a pain I've got a tolerance to now. I can deal with that. Whereas someone who's been surrounded by people their whole life is going to be a lot more scared to lose people because they don't know how to exist without them. A lot of people's identities are who they hang out with and the friend groups that they have. And that's not a bad thing, but that definitely will contribute to people being scared to express their true self because if being a certain way has gotten you accepted your entire life and you've just been putting on a show and you know that's not the real you, when you do reveal the real you, of course you're scared. You don't know if that version of you is accepted or not. You know the facade is that you've been putting on, this mask you've been hiding behind. Everybody accepts that. Everybody's fine with that that got you closeness. But the real you behind that, you're scared shitless because you don't know if people will like that one. The true you, you haven't showed it to anybody. But I do need to talk about the bravery that it takes to be the real you. And there's also a hidden positive that comes from it. Because if you keep hiding behind who you really are, because you're scared of what people think, that's all your life is ever going to be. The only way to find people that are going to accept you for you is to show them the real you. Because how are people supposed to know who you are? How are people supposed to be able to accept you if you don't show yourself to them? You're never going to find the people that you actually will connect with and that will actually love you deeply for who you truly are if you never put yourself out there. And I think there's a little bit of relief that comes with that. Because, like, with my TikTok, I've got, like, 90-something thousand people that like me. What the fuck? They liked me enough to follow me. And if I never took the chance to be myself, I would have never found these 90,000 people. Do you know how many people that is? I Bitch, I was lucky if, like, 100 people liked me. But 90,000. That shit makes me anxious just thinking about it. But my point is, I wouldn't have found these people. I wouldn't have known that I was actually lovable and likable being the way that I am until I was the way that I am. (laughs) You have to take the fucking chance of showing yourself to the world to find the people that truly are meant to be with you and to be around you. If you keep playing it safe, you're only going to have a mediocre life. And I know not everyone can be special. Like, some people have to be average. Some people have to live a normal, average fucking life. I'm not going to choose to be one of them. That don't sit right with me. But if you keep playing it safe, you're committing to be an average. So have fun with that. <laughs> I do want to slam this fucking point into everybody's head that just because someone doesn't approve of something doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that anything is wrong with you. Because just like there is someone that disapproves of it, there is someone that approves of it. Think about fucking furries. Like these weirdos that dress up... Let me, let me stop. Let me be nice. These people, these individuals, that dress up in these fucking fur costumes and fuck each other. Like, huh? What the fuck y'all got going on? But think about it. Like the first furry, or the first person that was into that... Didn't know anybody else was into that. And then they started finding each other. But the only way to find another furry is to tell people you're a fucking furry. You know? (laughs) You're never going to know that people will accept it until you share it. And there will be. Because if there is motherfuckers that are into scat, if you don't know what that is, that's where you're having sex and people shit on each other and they play with shit. If there's people that are accepting of that, I don't mean to kink shame, but yeah, I do. That's fucking weird. If there are people that are accepting of playing with each other's shit while they have sex, (laughs) there is someone that will approve of you and your new little outfit. And there is someone that will approve of you and your true sexuality. And whatever weird little quirky fucking thing that you're scared to share, people are ready and waiting to accept you. You just have to show them you. But just remember that anytime you're scared of being rejected, know that there is people that accept each other and play in their shit together. And there is people that accept each other and fuck as mascots and like furry costumes. (laughs) That should make you feel better. But perfect example, I'm sitting here like, yo, this shit is fucking weird because that's my opinion. But what does that matter to those people? They're still going to do what they want to do, and they should. If they like eating each other's shit, let them go do it. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to be serious and prove my point, but this is just a topic that's funny. If they like to do that, let them go do that. What does my opinion matter? What do I expect? Like, do I expect them to not do what they enjoy doing just because I don't like it? Who the fuck am I? If you like to go play with each other in fur costumes, go do it. Like, for them to let my opinion of that stop them from doing what makes them happy, that's stupid. As long as you don't try to shit on me, we're fine. If you want to go do the whole scat thing, just don't get it near me. I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. But go do it. Go have your fucking fun. Go live your life. Go do what makes you happy. And it doesn't matter if people agree with it or not. Why should that stop you? Look at the perspective from the furry for a second. If I'm someone that likes to go dress up in these costumes and go have sex with other furries, I can sit here and suppress the urge to want to do it so that other people will like me or I can fully step into that community and I can go be a fucking furry and I can go find furry friends and we can have a whole little community. I will find people that accept me fully and I go for it. Versus just sitting here living a life where I'm unhappy. I don't feel understood by people. I'm constantly hiding a part of myself to the people that are around me. It's just a toss up of like, what life do you want to live? There was a boy at a club that I was at like a week ago. He was a twink. Like he was a little, he had like longish hair to his shoulders and he wasn't like too sissied up where he was like makeup and shit, but he had like a little crop top on. He was like doing his little thing and he was having a fucking blast and if you look at someone like me in the club, how I'd be dressed in with a snapback and a gold chain, look like a fucking douchebag. You don't know that I'm gay because I make out with my girlfriends too. <laughs> but you would never assume that I would be like silently rooting for him. And I'm so happy that he is being his fucking self on the dance floor. Like we were dancing like near each other and I just like kept watching out for him because I'm very protective of people. Anytime I see a Muslim or a gay guy, or anyone that's like small, I'm instantly like protective to the max, because I'll be damned if you're gonna yell at some fucking woman because she's wearing a hijab, I will fuck your shit up, I will put my gun in your mouth, and make you suck it like a dick, I don't play that shit, and like this boy was dancing and doing his thing, and I live in a town that's kind of close to Alabama, so there's a lot of hicks, and there's a lot of asleep motherfuckers, and judgmental people, and fucking anti-gay People, So I was looking out for this boy, like, if someone comes up to him, I'm fucking their shit up. You know what I mean? But my point is, you never know who is silently rooting for you. You only ever hear the negative voice in the back of your head, but you don't know who's really proud of you for stepping out in that weird outfit, or being yourself, dancing on the dance floor, wearing your crop top. But when I was leaving, this boy and his little girlfriends were like walking by. So I leaned over and I tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, yo, I love you. And I just kept walking. To just let him know, like, I'm proud of you. Like I'm I I'm so happy for people when they express their true self. But my whole point behind that was I don't look like someone that would. I look like a judgmental fucking douchebag when I go out. You'd never know that I'm actually aware and like with it mentally. <laughs> my last point I want to bring up is remember when I said if you are wearing your new outfit and you looked at it in the mirror and you thought it was cute and then your friend said it looked like shit, just please remember that other people's opinions do not discredit yours. Like if you went in the mirror and you saw your outfit and you liked it and you thought it was cute, then it's cute. Just because someone doesn't like it, it doesn't mean that they're right. It does not discredit your fucking vision. If you have eyes, you can see that you look cute. So if someone says you're ugly, you can, like, laugh and be like, bitch, like, where? (laughs) Because you know what you look like. You can trust your own judgment. You can trust what you see with your own fucking eyes. That's all I've got for this episode. I hope this helped, and I hope you see things from a different perspective now, and I hope you give a little less of a fuck, or you feel inspired to be yourself. (laughs) But remember, don't get mad at yourself for giving a fuck if you do. It's normal. Your body is wired that way. If you like this episode, leave it a five-star rating. Whatever you're listening to it on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Leave me a little five stars, please. But if you're not going to leave me five stars, don't leave fucking shit. Because I don't want no one star ruining my fucking day. Okay? (laughs) Thank you for listening. I love you all. Be your damn self. And I will talk to you next Sunday.